What is up, everybody? This is Funeral Nation episode 162. I'm Ryan Thogmartin. That is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison. More fire coming this 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 episode, this big episode, 162. Yeah, it's interesting. We're going to talk about some great things that are happening and then some things that I, you know, subjects I'm not sure we are talking about as much as we need to. So that's what's the Funeral Nation is all about, that we break it down for you. It's the only news show you can get out here with up-to-date information, and it comes to you weekly. And the only reason that it comes here is what, Ryan? Our wonderful, wonderful title sponsors, sponsor and our other sponsors, but CNJ Financial has been on board from day one, now over three years ago. Uh, and they keep this train in this locomotive plowing through so let's run that promo if all insurance assignment companies say they pay fast and are easy to work with why do twice as many funeral homes choose cnj financial over the past two decades cnj and its affiliates have served in excess of 633,000 families and funded more than 3.6 billion dollars in assignments to funeral homes and cemeteries throughout north america if you're tired of the hassle, headache, and cash flow delay in processing insurance death claims, CNJ's fast funding program can help. Let us show you why thousands of funeral homes across America choose CNJ for their assignment funding needs and why many associations, accounting firms, and industry leaders recommend CNJ to their client and members. In every business, there's one gold standard. In insurance assignment funding, it's CNJ. I tell you, I love Jamie and all that crowd over there. Uh, I, I sing their praises on a weekly, daily basis simply because if you're not paid, the funeral's not over with. You've heard that from me. I've probably said it close to 162 times on here. I think that you have, yeah. You've got yeah. it down. I got it. I got it. So, Ryan, uh, big deal up in New Jersey. They can finally have food in the funeral home legally. This, no problem. It, it sounds so archaic, honestly, like the fact that this is a conversation and such a big deal. But I know that it is because we have clients that are in New Jersey and, and so do you. And it's a line item now they can put on a GPL and it's stuff that they can talk about through social. So this was a big deal uh, in New Jersey. And I, I mean, laws like this is stupid. It's stupid that this was a law to begin with. Um and every state's kind of got their other than Colorado, every state's kind of got laws that need to be changed to, to adapt to the consumer and where the consumer's at and how they want to engage with this profession. I, I hear you. And I've had the blessing as well as you to travel all over the country and see funeral homes that do have that opportunity and cemeteries, combos in particular, uh, where Families are coming after funerals and having a complete sit-down dinner. They're having an open bar. They're having a party. Uh, those events are happening for funeral homes and families, and we should have the capability in order to provide what families are looking for. That's right. You know, being from the South, traditionally, we used to do all those things at the church. Then all that food goes home. Well, guess what? Everything's changed now. And so having the opportunity for a one-stop shop uh, for the family to gather, for the family to have the capability to spend more time in the funeral home, as well as the guests, which is the greatest advertisement of all, 
I think that's a great move. And congratulations, uh, New Jersey. Uh, we're behind you, and we're glad sure. that you're uh, catching up with the times, if you will. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Speaking of good stuff, uh, our, you know, I can't say enough about Welton Hong. He's done some work for us here. Um, he is all over the place. I'm not sure if he doesn't get the event speaking award this year because literally uh, I don't see an event where he's not. He's a great guy. By the way, Welton, publicly, thank you for the cigars. Hey. <laughs> enjoy those. Yeah, I got a little gift, and uh, I am grateful for that. But honestly, with Ring Ring, that's another piece of this marketing pie that if your funeral home's not using it, I implore you to reach out to Welton and his team. We're Ring Ring Marketing. We help funeral homes generate at least 10 more at-need calls per month. Our techniques help you dominate local search rankings and become the top choice for services in your area. We also proudly offer a 100% money-back guarantee. For a free copy of our book, visit www.funeralhomeprofits.com. All right, so we had an interesting article come up uh, that I found and have been privy to this week on Finder, finder.com. And the title is uh, Most Expensive Cities to Die In. And basically, this company has spent quite a bit of time and effort to look in depth at our business and $8.24 billion spent on funerals in the United States. $4.7 billion spent on cremations. Interesting to me, that language separation. Yeah. A cremation is a funeral. All right. So is that 8.24 uh, burials? We're going to assume that's what it is. $4.7 billion on cremations. Average cost of a funeral, once again, is that burial or cremation? That's why we're so confused. $6,700 and average cost of a cremation 3600 yep. You know, Ryan, part of our industry issues is that we can't get good data. There's no one real source that feeds in all this information so that we can have accurate data. We're not right. really even sure, unless I believe you went through the IRS and looked at code of how many operating rooftops we have. But what I do know is they're declining. Yes, they are. And it's, uh, well, they're declining for a number of different reasons. One, bad business, not charging what they need to charge to make the margins that they need to make. And, and you address that in your day to day, uh, as well as, you know, just what we saw in New Jersey, there's things that they can't do that are kind of silly, um, that if given the opportunity, they could produce more revenue and better serve families at the same time. I'm with you. So, uh, I'm going to run through some of the expensive cities for a funeral. Remember the average, this site says finder.com is 6723 for burial. So uh, Rockville, Maryland, you're the winner. Number one. 9847. 98, Bernardsville, New Jersey. Uh, we have Metairie, Louisiana at 9100. And uh, of the top 10, Persephone, New Jersey at 8400. And it goes down from there. You know what? I, I don't see that that's an issue. I see that those funeral homes are charging appropriately, just like you just said. And they're recovering their overheads. I saw a post go out earlier this week that said 995. Is this your funeral home or something? So what? What mm -hmm. uh, the prices have to be dictated according to your overheads, That's right. and you can charge what your competitor does because it's a complete separate business. Your model's different. Your employees are different. Your costs are different. So what one charges doesn't mean competitively you can do the other. This 
website, finder.com and information is a testimony that you can charge what you need to in order to recover and people will pay it. That's right. Now, how much do you think the number one cremation city cost is for a cremation? I don't know, Jeff. Um, I, I'm going to take a stab in the dark. I'm going to say cremation, the highest city, 5500 no, uh, you don't get the uh, jar full of beans. Uh, Rockville, Maryland, again, high, $6,170 for a cremation. Hey, good for them. That's what they need to charge. That, exactly. And so uh, when you see 995 once again, that's not what most funeral homes are charging. That's not what your overhead can bear. And I've said this time and time again, if the low cost providers were that relevant, you'd be out of business right now. That's right. Just don't. the world isn't falling. Don't do the chicken little thing where the sky is falling out here. Charge what you need to appropriately. If you don't know how, let me know. I'll be glad to help you with an analysis. That's but right. the bottom line is the bottom line. You have to make profit in order to keep the funeral home business, uh, the funeral home open. Jeff, you and I have talked about this on the show before. We're not firm believers that the 995 is that firm's getting business simply because they're the cheapest. They are the most transparent. You know exactly what you're getting for that 995. If I call a funeral home and it's 24995 or 24995, maybe I'm not saying that right. 2495, then I don't I don't necessarily know what I'm getting for 2495. That's true. And the difference is, is most people, as NFDAs put out, people aren't making choices for funeral providers based on price. It's a relationship and it's basically reputation, which is what? It's the people that make the difference. That's right. And if every, if the whole world was low end, we would see nothing but little tiny Kias on the road. We would have nothing but uh, Dollar Trees out here and our restaurants would be combined to the lowest $2 meal at McDonald's. You know, interesting, right. even along that line with McDonald's, I read a, a survey this week of how well Chick-fil-A does. Chick-fil-A is actually a little more expensive than their competitors, and they're very narrow on what they do, but boy, are they good at what they do. They are. Right? So that's a great testament for the funeral business. It's, you know what, you charge what you charge to make your overheads in order to make profit, but your people are the difference and how you provide the services that you have. Amen. Speaking, yeah, there we go. I passed the plate this morning. Um, speaking of good service, tentacles, and paying attention, it's our friends at Kraken. You know, I've, uh, I've been a proponent. I've known those guys up there, gosh, since uh, the early stages of the beginning. They're doing a wonderful job. They've got great field people. And uh, let's run their promo. Is your current business management tool responsive to your needs? Just think about it. Are your tech partners there when you need them, when you need them the most? At Kraken, we view customer success as different than customer service. Customer success is about you. It's proactive and it focuses on the opportunities to help you perform better. Customer success learns your processes and provides you with the best business solutions. Our customer success team includes a dedicated customer success specialist who collaborates with you every step of the way. We deliver real people to help you solve real problems. We also deliver professional training to you and your team on site or by webinar. 
We know that new processes can sometimes be scary to our colleagues. To help the timid adapt to change, your customer success specialist will work with you to make them comfortable and productive as quickly as possible. Tips like these can free up your time so you can spend more time with your families. Learn more about Kraken's productivity and efficiency tools at kraken.net. How will you spend the time you save? Let's get Kraken. All right, Commander. I think that wraps up episode 162. As always, please, if you don't agree with us, if you do agree with us, we want to hear from you. But if you don't agree with us, we'd rather hear from you more. Comment below. Let's have a debate. Let's discuss this. And let's really hash out what's happening in this profession because this is the only real-time news that's talked about in depth where we can really bring up some of these things and go deep with it. So let's have the conversation uh, and, and keep sharing the message and keep doing what you're doing. Well, thank you. You too, man. And uh, look forward to us connecting up next week. Connecting okay. is the key word. That's right. Until next time, have a great effing week. Out here. Out here.